0: So that's what I feel that 2020 is gonna bring cause it's a four year next year. And so I think that's going to be a lot of getting honest, getting the facts, getting what do I really want? How do I really want that? And cause if you, I cannot, exp- I cannot express how clear that, how elated and how free that is to know what you actually want so when someone else presents you with something that looks a little bit like it you're like no i'm good because that's not what you want but so many of us are so afraid to claim what we want and then when something like it comes up we're like well shoot let me let me go on and grab onto this because nothing else might not come up but that's not how it works if you're if you stand firm in what you want your desires your dreams your hopes how you want your life to be the universe
1: will answer you You're listening to the Sovereign Society Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and my greatest passion is to help you transform your doubt into the courage you crave to activate your thriving business from the inside out. As a Kundalini business mentor, speaker, and modern medicine priestess, I believe the world's ready for your medicine more than ever. By embracing all facets of our human experience, we have the power to cultivate a conscious tomorrow today. Every Wednesday, I gather some of the greatest leaders, teachers, and revolutionists of our time to talk about all things social justice, personal empowerment, and what it takes for you to uplevel your business and life. It's time for more good people making good money doing great things in the world. Best believe this is the place that's gonna take you there. If you're ready to unleash your medicine and revolutionize the world as we know it, I invite you to dive in and join us on this wild ride. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and oh my gosh, I can't believe how we're trickling closer and closer and closer to 2020. And this is the time where we're really going to experience crystal vision. I feel like this is why the past three years have been so challenging is because we are literally setting precedent for what's to come. We are literally showing up and stepping up in a way that is going to set precedent and really pave the path ahead for the generations to come and for us. Let's get real. We have every right to experience this in, in our lifetime as well. So, what I've really been reflecting on is that, you know, while the spiritual movement is obviously we are spiritual beings having a human experience, it becoming this like mainstream popular thing it has its growing pains. Think of it when you were a teenager, right? Like we all have our growing pains. People are trying to fit in with influencers, whatever, what have you, build their businesses. And we are in these growing pains. And with that, you know, there can be, trickling and trauma of our spiritual past of maybe the way we've been raised or the conditioning we've seen of society of the way that we show up. And, you know, we have this opportunity to really live beyond conditioning, especially when it stems from the spiritual teachings, because let's face it, spirituality isn't going anywhere. These teachings are going to continue to show up and we're seeing it in the corporate world now where corporate business, corporate businesses are calling forth spiritual teachers that teach about meditation. Uh, we're seeing it all over social media and on bookshelves around the world. And so, you know, this is the time where we have to understand that we're going through this like weird phase because this is how we prepare to really create homeostasis and to be able to cultivate a sustainable movement here. And, you know, there's a lot of the spiritual teachings that have been shared by coaches and leaders that were really written in a time before the shift of 2012 and a new millennia. And so as we evolve as conscious beings, so too do the teachings and they need a little reboot and a little polish and a refresher in that way. And so I think this is the biggest truth that we need to talk about is that since our energy has shifted in such a way that we have an opportunity to work with these teachings as a guide, but in the end, it's not the end all way of being because you are sovereign. Remember that you are free to live and experience your life, to honor what resonates with you, what doesn't to reclaim your power. And so on this episode, I have the pleasure of having spiritual doula and human design expert, AC Brown, And she's someone who's bringing in these spiritual teachings like human design into the corporate world and helping people really see in that space. And her great mission is to help people honor why they're really here. And so- whether it can look like an oversaturated market of coaches and mentors, the fact is, is that true leadership really reigns with the within those who unapologetically show up as their full authentic self. Because as I've been sharing week after week here on the podcast, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving your ratings and review on iTunes. But the thing is, is that, People's bullshit meters are so strong and we're breaking free from the false light of love and lighting our way through it. We have to embrace all facets of this human experience, all facets of what makes us us. And so this is the time to embrace our failures. This is the time to embrace our journey, our stories, and to go out in the world and unleash our medicine once and for all. It's the time for us to share with the world how we've healed. It's the time for us to share with the world you know, the struggles that we've been able to overcome to let people know like, Hey, I see you. I get where you're going. And to cultivate more of that compassion and that empathy in a way that is genuine. And I think that's what people are craving most of all. So This is the time for us to get radically honest with ourselves about our desires, our energy and what lights us up. And so I was pretty pumped to have AC Brown on here because every day I, when I wake up in the morning, I go to her Instagram stories and I listen to my aura affirmations from being a projector. And so obviously I wanted to have AC on so we can, I can really share with you all the gist of human design and. Really the opportunity for us to wake up from the conditioning of spirituality and the teachings of it. And the truth about really what makes you a next level coach because I see more and more people wanting to be a coach, which is great thing is, is if you really want to be successful in this industry, you have to embrace all facets of what makes you use that you can genuinely connect with your clients, plain and simple. So we talked also about, you know, how we can really experience true abundance through sustainability and infusing that spirituality in corporate life and the power of honesty and how it really gets your true desires that you really, really, really want to experience in this human ex- in this human experience. And of course, my favorite thing that we talked about is just the power that black women and people of color bring to the collective consciousness in a way that is genuine, in a way that is medicine, you know, and we have an opportunity as a collective to help heal the lineage and to really clear the past and to make and atone for the past and to understand that whatever it is our ancestors have gone through, whatever the journey is that we've been conditioned or brought up into, again, we have the power to be sovereign beings, to reclaim our power, to pay reverence to the journey and to our ancestors that brought us to this very moment and to make them proud by showing up as our full authentic self. So this was such a great conversation. I'm beyond thrilled to be sharing it with you all. And as I've been mentioning, if you leave a rating and review on iTunes, send a screenshot of it over to hello at SabrinaRiccio.com before you send it, or you can, if you've already left a review, take a screenshot of it, send me your name and the screenshot for your chance to win a, uh, you're going to be put into a drawing to win a free 45 minute coaching call with me. So the hundredth episode is going to be the first episode of 2020. How nuts is that? We're here on episode 97. This is just blowing my mind. Next week, we've got a call, we've got an episode. The week after that, we've got one and we're done. And for the year, for the decade. So if you want to enter to win a free 45 minute mentorship coaching call with me, perfect way to start a new decade, perfect way to start 2020 crystal vision. You can check all the deets in the show notes, or you can also just go to my Instagram at Sabrina Riccio or at sovereign society podcast. Cause you'll see the little email button there and send it through that way and make sure that you tag me, you tag again at Sabrina Riccio or. At Sovereign Society Podcast, and that you tag AC Brown at AC Brown so we can know who's listening and really connect with you deeper. Let us know what you're really feeling about this episode because you may have an opportunity to be featured on our Instagram IGTV or our Instagram stories, I should say, but you get the drift. So I'm really pumped for you to really dive into this episode and to really listen so that you can, if you're, especially if you want to be a coach, there's some great pointers here that AC and I really share with you all. We were just being this transmission for you all because we want to see you succeed in this decade. So, without further ado, this is about life beyond spiritual conditioning. Enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm really excited to have AC Brown here with me because this is the woman whose Instagram I go to every day to check out my aura affirmation for the projector in me. (laughs) So thank you for being here and shining your light and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom to help us really activate our auras and to really... Shine our light so that we can go forth and really bring great change in the world. I appreciate you
0: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, especially with a fellow projector. It's like
1: sisterhood. Yay Yeah, And it was interesting because when I was doing research on on you for this episode. I was listening to uh, Pieces of your podcast is my aura on straight and you were I was listening obviously to the projector episode And you were talking about the chameleon projector That's totally me. Like, I was always the one who would, like, not have so much of, like, a small friend group, but, like, dabble around in different groups and really, like, understand different groups and where they're at. And I think that's been a huge part of why I do the work that I do now, because I've always been inclusive in all these different groups and backgrounds and understandings. And as a sociologist and someone who has a degree in marketing too, it's like, I've always studied people and to see like the oppression and to see the traumas and the stories of the conditioning, you know, that these people carry. And so, and these groups carry that, how can I use my platform to guide and to educate and to really help bring more awareness into that. Yeah. It's been really fascinating to see, like embracing more of what it means to be a projector in human design, which is something I'm learning more about because I do feel like it's the next evolution. I mean, a lot of people already study astrology, but we all know that, well, human design has so many of the different other elements to it that help create it. So. Uh, I would love for you just to like educate just a quick little sure. tidbit for those that are like I've heard of human design but I all I know is that I'm a reflector or like, <laughs> right all I know is that I'm a manifesting generator but I really don't know what that means
0: well my assessment of it I've been studying human design and training and all of that with it I would say it'll be nine years next year so for me when I first got into it it was like a no, I want to, I, I thought it was something else. Like a lot of projectors do a lot of projectors associate usually with who they're mostly influenced around. So if they have, you know, grew up, both of my parents are generators. So I grew up with that type of energy you know, longevity, working, you know, working hard, doing all of that. And so here I am like, yeah, I have to work hard and produce results and all of that stuff. So that's the mentality that I've always had, especially because my father is an entrepreneur. He's never worked for anybody since I was born. So it's a very, (laughs) you know, like that, you know, go out there and you get it and all of that stuff. So, how I how I have broken down human design for me, because there's a lot of theory out there. There's a lot of, oh, you know, this is what you are. This is how you should be. But it doesn't show you any real life application. And the people who created this, unfortunately, are baby boomers and they come from a very different era um, and they come from a very different society. They're not dealing with what Millennials are dealing with, or even Generation um, X is dealing with. They, you know, there's a lot of big overlap that we have had to change to make Human Design fit in. So I like to say, I use my analogy: if your natal chart was a finished IKEA bookcase, because some everybody's built something from IKEA, um, Human Design is the instructions on how to build it. So your natal chart is essentially the epitome of what you should become or how you should do things Um, you know this it says you know this is in your second house this is why you are the way you are but human design is actually a decision-making tool on how you get to those things and that's how I have formulated what human design is and you use your strategy and your authority to get to those things to express those things in your natal chart so therefore for me it's a better tool because life is about decisions it's about decision making Mm -hmm. every place where everybody is is a a culmination of their decisions that they've made and human design helps you make the right decisions to get to where you want to go
1: Yeah. It's super fascinating. And I do, like you said, I feel like there's so many of these spiritual teachings that, you know, it's not that they're outdated, you know, it's not like the, the medicine of it is still great, but we are evolving at such rapid rates that the medicine and the teachings that we are ingesting need to also be updated with the soul and otherwise, we get stuck in these loops of the past because we're still we're still uh, embracing a lot of the older teachings without honoring the evolution. Because we're in a new millennia now, post twenty twelve world now, right? And things are are more sensitive, more evolved. And this is something that I've been trying to tell people. It's like the t- the, the the books or whatever that you read that were written so long ago. They served a purpose for you. So there's no shame in that. But with saying that, there also needs to be this opportunity of like a regeneration or um, like a 2.0 would be the best way for me to describe it. And so I love that you're saying it's an opportunity like, yeah, baby boomers wrote it. But how do we bring it to more of that awareness? And that's the missing piece. And
0: I go. And my purpose is to fill that in Because there's a huge missing piece to that There's a whole bunch of theory You can go online and see what this gate is See what this center is See what all of these things are But my goal is to tell people how to apply it What does that look like for your life Where you are right now Because for us, even as projectors Our strategy is to wait to be invited We can't Mm -hmm. wait around for shit like totally. And not only that, we're women. We can't wait. And then I'm a black woman. I damn sure can't wait around for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go out there and take action and do things. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like in the confines of being a projector? How does that look? So it's a it's a it's a different way of formulating the strategy and authority for everyone, for the you know, for each orotype type to make that. Bring that alignment to what it actually is, the baseline of it, but to make it fit where we are today. Because none of us can wait around for anything. We, we can't. And then us as when we can't, we don't have that opportunity to wait for mm-hmm. things to happen. Or, oh, you know, even like I, there's an old teaching that I have. It was like, yeah, you know, don't apply to jobs as a projector because, you know, you're not meant to work. Um, I have bills to pay, my rent is due, my mortgage is due. So what does that look like for me as a projector now? So it's like, no, you still have to work, but you have to find a job that's not going to stress you out. It's those Mm -hmm. things. And so that's where the disconnect, I think, is where people get confused. Because a lot of times um, when people fall into these different modalities and these different spiritual teachings, they automatically like discredit and like move move give you know their past their the way that they were raised everything they just put that to the side I'm like oh i'm a projector now and that's how projectors are and it's like no you still are a whole person who has a past who has the way that you grew up you learned things so that being a projector is just part of who you are it is not your whole being
1: We can't give away our power to these teachings or things outside of us, because then we disconnect from our sovereignty, our free will, and we become conditioned to the spiritual teachings. Absolutely. And that is what people are doing. They're like, well, I'm a
0: projector. I'm 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 not supposed to do that. Right. And I'm like, "Uh, you're a whole person. What do you feel that you should do? What is your intuition telling you to do? It's not about you just being a projector, you being a cancer rising or your north node is in Leo and all of this stuff. Those they are tools to assist you in your growth, in your purpose, in following your destiny, all of that. They are not the end all be all.
1: And I think when people first start on the spiritual path because they're so lost, they look for something that, to cling on to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I what I'm seeing right now is that there's a lot of blinds leading the blind. Because there's a lot of spiritual teachers that aren't really embodying the teachings in a way. They did like a weekend certification and now they're a master. Girl. <laughs> like, or what I know for me, for
0: sure, through my eight years of doing this and, you know, I'm also a certified life coach. I also have my MBA in marketing I've studied, I've owned this, I've done a lot of things, but one thing that I know that a lot of people aren't doing is they're not working on themselves. They're not dealing with their mm-hmm. issue. They're bypass, spiritual bypassing. They're just bypassing. I talk about I, this on
1: like every episode. I all feel the time. Like.
0: Because, and so yeah. what, and I talk about this on my Sunday sessions that I do on IG live that the grow, if you are not growing and you're not really dealing with yourself, there's a level of ignorance that you are, giving to your clients. I can't, all of the growth that I've done, all of the therapy, all of the coaching that I've had for myself to, for where I am right now today, I am a much better tool or vessel for other people who work with me because I've done the work. I've been, I have receipts. I've been doing the work. I know what it's like to tap into your inner child. I know what it's like to deal with money issues, to deal with self-worth issues. I can get, get a report from my coaches and my therapists. They, they can, You've been doing, they say it to me all the time. You, you've been doing the work. I've been doing the work. And a lot of people are putting people into systems when it comes to coaching and these programs and they're not meeting people where they are. And that's what I feel like is a skill that I have as I meet people where they are. Cause I know I can help you get to a certain level and do a certain things based off of your human design based off of other things, <laughs> tools that I use. But also you, I have to meet you where you are because everybody's not ready to make $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, are are you something... mentally prepared
0: for that? Do you know what that looks like? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's something I've been really honoring too. And so I know I'm restructuring a lot of my business. I'm writing my book right now. And with that in 2020, I'm going to be creating more accessible um, products too, because I have been so devoted to the work. I literally have dedicated the last seven years of my life, spending all of my money, spending all of my time, all of my energy in the teachings and in doing the work myself and going to therapy and doing all the, the, the work. And I I feel like that's when you show up with integrity, people also can tell that you, you're literally walking the talk. Right. And I, I think that is, I feel like our bullshit meter is only going to get more refined as we continue to go. It's about to, it's for the people who are duping
0: people out here. It's about to get real in 2020. Because <laughs> crystal vision. It's about to get real in 20. Because what's happening is that, and there's nothing wrong with that. People, you know, the whole coaching thing is great. You can do the certifications, you can do all of that. However, as a coach, you have to bring something else besides what you have learned in the coaching modality. You have to actually bring your life to it. So mm-hmm. your life experiences. Who you are, what you've overcome, what you've persevered through is going to make you a better coach. So, with that being said, the results that people are getting now, if you look, if you even look at the coaching whole modality and just look at some of your top coaches or people who you want to work with, their track records are maybe one or 2%. They're talking about the people who are doing well, right? but ask them how many people are not succeeding in their programs, in their things, because that's what really matters. And people mm-hmm. don't want to talk about the failures, but- Of
1: course, it, they don't it talk ruins about their that. brand. Right. It ruins their brand. Exactly,
0: but the thing about it is, is that what's happening with a lot of coaches, what I've seen is that they're putting people into programs, into systems, instead of figuring out- And I don't want to say catering or tailoring coaching programs to people, but that's really how it should be, is catering to where they are. Because if I'm selling you something that's saying, oh, you know, you're going to make $10,000 a month, that is a fact. That is a fact. I have a system that can help you make that. However, if I- You have
1: to do the work
0: too. Right, you have to do the work. And so if the person who's joining that program has never even made $3,000 a month on their own, 5,000, 7,000, $10,000 is gonna be scary. They have money blocks that they have to get past. So that is an automatic Mm -hmm. failure. So they're joining a program that yes, they have the tools to do that, but they're not gonna be successful because they never experienced that.
1: Right. Well, the way that I see it, it's, it's, uh, I was having this really interesting download a couple of weeks ago about the nervous system, because when I got struck by lightning, my nervous system got shot. (sighs) And so it's been so much of my healing the past seven years of like navigating through the trauma that's stored in the nervous system and all these things is what I'm writing my book about. And what I realized is that your nervous system, patience is reliant on your nervous system.
0: Exactly.
1: That because
0: so, so true.
1: Yeah. I had that huge download the other day. Like patience is reliant on your nervous system because if you cannot, money is energy, opportunities or everything is energy. That's all it is. You can't hold the container of that energy if you haven't done the deep internal work. It's not going to happen. Trust Trust me. You're being, because you're being protected. Exactly exact it's
0: not going to happen and i tell people all the time if you want when people work with me that's great you want to do this i can help you i can show you how to do it but we're good there's going to be a time we're going to cross this road where you're going to have resistance and then we got to figure Mm -hmm. out what that resistance is and that is what with this you know with human design with astrology with all of these spiritual modalities is that people are using it to cover up doing the work they're using it right. as a blanket to say, "Well, you know what? I'm just gonna follow this." But then, the, when the resistance comes up, they're they're lost because they're you know they have mm-hmm. these coaches or they're joining these programs that don't help them do with do the that. deep work. It doesn't they're help not you. they doing with the that. deep work. Yeah, everything. Money is a getting having money and the things that we want and our desires are a byproduct of us healing of us dealing with our inner child stuff, of us healing with, or being honest with ourselves. There's so much dishonesty around of people just not being honest with what they want, the simple things. You can't even tell me that you want this. So how can that come into your life if you're lying mm-hmm. about it? You know? Mm-hmm. So that it's it's that's what my goal is. I know that that's my purpose, to help people figure out why the fuck they're here, however mm-hmm. that happens. And- Mm-hmm. And that's, I just use human design as a tool to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just I mean, I, I appreciate that because that's what's been challenging. I've had people, you know, in my programs and stuff that have worked with so many coaches, myself included. And but you're not like maybe it'll be like one week of doing like, OK, let's journal for a week. There's a deeper. It's- <laughs> There's a deeper thing going on. I know with me, like when I create Thrive, it was really important for me to do the deep internal work first, and then to prepare for the external, because otherwise that container... Again, it's, a, it's the spiritual bypassing. It's the Band-Aid. It's, it's not going to help create sustainable result. Correct. Right. You're going to have those one hits. Or like I say, it's going to be
0: like, you know, you're selling black market like purses or drug dealing or something. It's going to be very like just a little bit quicker. And it's just going to be like, you. it's not going to be sustainable results. It's going mm-hmm. to be very just one hit wonder kind of thing. And it's I see it happen all the time. Like when you see people in different coaching programs and things like, oh, I work with this coach and I made $25,000 in my launch. But that might've been the only launch that they've done that at, or they don't talk about the backstory. This is their fifth coach. This is their fifth person that they're on. So at this point, yeah, you better make 25,000 because you've been through five coaches. So you know what to do now. But that whole time frame in between that people are not dealing with or talking about that in between time of what you have to do to get to to that level, because it is
1: levels to this. And it's a transparency that I feel like as a coach, we also have response. I mean, I, I pretty much put up my coaching hat the other day. I was like, I don't want to do one-on-one anymore. Okay. Like that's 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 definitely because I'm a projector. Like I, I know I have big things to do. Yes. And I know like I'm a Leo rising, I've got big things to do. And I love See, my North node is in Leo. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. And that's good to know. So now, you know,
0: it's going to be group coaching or really high intense mm-hmm. VIPs or mm-hmm. VIP and, that, and,
1: and And other opportunities to work with VIP. If I'm going to work one on one, it's, it's that kind of thing. But to me, I'm, it's a huge part of understanding my energy and still having that discernment As well, I think sometimes like we can also get super hungry and just take on everything and then we burn ourselves out. Right. Or there's going to be that opportunity where you're going to say like this is actually out of alignment. And then you're going to be feeling really like revenge, like regretful and like angry and out and like not being able to really serve your client in that space because you're like, why did I do this? Right. But the point of this is what I would like to say about it
0: is coaching does work, though. It works. So for people listening, coaching, I mean, coaching is life changing. Therapy is life changing because I like my whole analogy. When you go to therapy, you take all your baggage and then your therapist says, okay, you only need that one, that one, and that one. And then when you go to a coach, they help you use what you are taking from therapy. And then they help you amplify that. That is what a coach is for. So for people who haven't experienced either one, they're both good. They both can help you. They both can make a huge difference just with the accountability, the support. Um, Somebody who knows what you're going through. Somebody who's been Mm -hmm. through it. Me, I talk about my failures a lot. I'm not afraid about that because- I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not afraid to talk about my failures because I failed a lot. I've started a lot of businesses and I failed a lot. And so mm-hmm. for me, I had to, you know, come to the terms that I'm afraid of success. You know, that took new mm. coaching and therapy. I'm failing, that's why I, I can start anything and fail. I'm like, oh, yay. People are like, oh, why well, you just keep on going? I'm like, yeah, because I was conditioned in my mind before that failure is, you know, I just fail faster now. But my, my success level, I had to get up to that. So it is helpful coaching is helpful therapy is helpful so don't think it's not because a lot of people like well i don't want to invest that money in myself and i'm like you have to if you want to grow if you want to develop
1: yourself yeah and you're
0: worth it to become this person who you are dreaming to be or who you desire to be
1: and we're all worthy of it we're all worthy of investing our energy and our time and our money in ourselves that's so we can really go out and serve And that's the whole point because you need a coach, you need therapy,
0: you need people in your corner to help you live out your purpose or help you find your purpose or help you at least get on the path to your purpose. That's Mm -hmm. really the goal.
1: So how are you seeing working and infusing? Because I love seeing how, you know, there's more of the spiritual teachings and stuff going into corporate and it's really bleeding into that. What are you seeing with the response of that? It's... 1,000% 1,000% better so one of my clients
0: who I consult with I wanted everybody's human design chart everybody's I need everybody's because I need to see because it helps so much with roles and responsibilities so what I do is I go I do corporate stuff small business stuff but I need everybody's human design chart I want to see your natal chart all of that stuff because it doesn't make any sense regardless of how much you're getting paid. Um, what your title is if you're not happy and you're not being used to the best of your capabilities, it's pointless. Why are you here? Granted, everybody needs a job. Everybody has a, everybody doesn't want to own a business, but if you're here, you might as well like working here. Number one, and you might as well be effective. So if you're a person who, you know, has no leadership skills or no leadership development or whatever. Why are we putting you in a leadership role just because you have the experience? You might not be a good leader. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense for you to lead just because you did it somewhere else and they accepted the bullshit that you produced for them. You just might not be a good leader. So what I do corporate wise is I do that as I help people to say, OK, yes, this is your title this is your role, but how, is it, how, how can we use human design astrology to make you more effective in it? What do you need mm-hmm. to do? What don't you need to do? And I hope that with me growing my business and growing my company and other people will help corporations do that because people will be a lot more happier mm-hmm. if they are able to go to work and actually be utilized the way that they're designed.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's it's my prayer with that, too, is that these corporations start to choose more consciously, too, in terms of their be, their practices or um, the organizations that they support or the mission or the overall. Because if they're so tapped into themselves, that's going to trickle out the inner screening, the outer in that way, too. So my prayer is in 2020 to really see like a a renaissance in the corporate world in that way, because there are, you know, we are seeing more corporations making, like bringing in meditation and bringing in, you know, human design or things like that. I
0: don't know what company it was, but they reduced the work week to 30 hours a week. And they had an increase in 40% productivity. Like it's in the numbers, like- You
1: can't deny it. You can't
0: deny it. They, I think they took you had an option of either taking two days away or one day away and you, it was some a reduced work and it increased productivity increased 40%. So you can't say that it's not working of helping people have this self-care aspect. Because when you are taken care of and when you feel good about yourself, you're going to work better. You're going to work more effectively, more efficiently. And, you know, that whole 40 hour work week, that was what developed what in like the depression or something. I don't know. One of those where it was about efficiency, like the whole like warehouse workers and, you know, it doesn't work anymore. You can actually get a full-time job done in three days a week, focused, doing all like probably two, depending on what you do. Definitely. And so people are just, I hope that it, Starts to train for people to do that
1: i i really pray for that evolution as well like from for instance like having the work week start on a monday makes no sense because it's ruled by the moon and it's we have to honor the emotions we're going slower i mean if you could even do like a tuesday through friday in that sense the best that's i don't work on monday
0: yeah.
1: All, I do no work on Mondays Mondays for me are not, like But no. there's inspiration mm-hmm. If there's inspiration to jump on something I'll jump on it But having to like do work on Mondays It's, like hard. I said, it's a challenge it's, And I was born mm-hmm. on a Tuesday
0: Which is a Mars day, right?
1: Yeah Mm -hmm. So I was born on Tuesday. So Tuesdays are always just like my great days. I love Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Those are my great days (laughs) to take action. Well, to me, I was, I have a lot of mercury in my chart, right? I'm a Gemini sun. I'm a Virgo moon. My Jupiter's conjunct my sun. My moon is at one degree Virgo. Like I, I have a lot of mercury in my chart. Like I'm very Mercurian in that state. So Wednesdays for me are like don't like, that's my day. You know, that's the day that I really do me Okay, <laughs> because I need to fill up my cup in that way. Mm. And even Thursdays with me, with Jupiter, I, I, that's a day I choose to fill up my cup since it's conjunct my son. Like that's the days I'm going to chiropractor or the acupuncturist and right. just kind of going in that space so that I can fill up in that way so that I can really perform well. And I think that's also a really Interesting understanding is knowing uh, how the different days of the week also influence us and choosing accordingly. That's why I've created uh, a course, and it's the Mystic Planner, where you can just really go ahead and see see the days of the week and what the energy is, what the energy of the moon phases are and to choose accordingly, because we also have this opportunity to create more consciously and to create smarter instead of harder. And why not work with these energies to support us with our mission? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm really excited to see how, how things evolve, because I know I was reading a recent report. They're like, millennials are going back to the ancient teachings of astrology, you know? And like, (laughs) I was reading that, like, I read that headline recently, like, why millennials are going back to learning about the ancient teachings of astrology. And I'm like, well, we're a lot of us that we're the dark night of the soul generation, who a lot of us are old souls are here to clean up this mess on this planet. Exactly. That's the way I feel it. And so it's interesting because I'm a two five projector with this clinic authority, okay. you know? And so for me, like, I know I'm here to guide and seeing what's going on in the world. It's the biggest invitation for me, you know, the way for the invitation in that space is to really bring, to become more aware that I have an opportunity and a platform and privilege to bring in more authentic, real Conversations that a lot of spiritual conscious leaders don't want to talk about. Right. Everybody wants to talk about the love and light, but everyday love and light. Yeah. But that's, and that's love and light is also infiltrated in a space because that's, you're, you're, you're distracted from why you're really here if all your focus is on the love and light. And so I'm answering the call, you know, and bringing more awareness about politics and more awareness about how we can actually instill more social justice. And, you know, we have this platform. What really irks me is that there's these spiritual teachers that have 100 plus thousand followers, 100,000 followers plus. And what are they using their platform for? To boost up their ego? Or are you using your platform to educate? Right. Exactly. That's a lot going on. And it's just... Uh, It's I don't know
0: if that's going to change so fast um, because people still have this like, you know, enamored kind of like mentality of being like enamored by people like, oh, my gosh, look at, you know, look at this person. Look at that person. Um, But I think that it is changing to the facts and what is true Mm -hmm. and what is not true. And, you know, are you popular because you actually know what you're talking about or are you popular because you're just pretty? You know, and you're really good at marketing one of the uh, right, exactly. So there's that thin line there that where people are going to stop believing the BS and Mm -hmm. start like really not. I don't want to say researching, but really listening with a more um, a more
1: focused ear. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen. So with 2020, how do you see intersectionality being spoken about more in the Spiritual community and being involved in that space, I feel that as I, how can I put
0: this? I feel that as especially for myself as a woman of color, I think as women of color, people of color start um, being more open and more like just putting themselves out there because you know in in this space that it's going to be a lot better that I think people are going to start just following the truth and just looking for that. What is true? What is not true? I don't care if you have a pretty Instagram or if your website's good. What do you know that you can teach me that you can help me with? Is that going to work? And that's going to be it. And I think that people are going to be more open to incorporating these things into their life. um, Because if you don't, you're going to really... I don't want to say your life is going to be crappy, but you're going to be missing a piece of self that you could be tapping into that would get you to where you want to go. If that makes any sense, because there's a huge, there's a huge facade of what things should look like, what, Entrepreneurship looks like what you know. Being free looks like what you know. Following your desire, all these things, but no one's actually talking about the work that it takes to do that, and the steps that it takes. Um, I'm working on a book as well, and I'm talking about that, about being honest, and I talk about that now in my work about how honesty is going to get you your desires, your desire, because a lot of people's des- desires are a culmination of other people's wants and needs. And they're just like picking like, oh, that looks good. She wants a house. I think I want a baby. I want to get married. I think I want, you know, this type of business. But is that really what you want? Or is it just like a culmination of what you see around you, of your influences? And so that's going to take people to do the inner work, to ask themselves the hard questions, to be extremely honest with themselves, which no one's doing. So that's what I feel that 2020 is going to bring, because it's a four year next year. And so I think that's going to be a lot of getting honest, getting the facts, getting what do I really want? How do I really want that? And because if you, I I cannot express how clear that, how elated and how free that is to know what you actually want. So when someone else presents you with something that looks a little bit like it, you're like, "No, I'm good because that's not what you want." But so many of us are so afraid to claim what we want. And then when something like it comes up, we're like, "Well, shoot, let me let me go on and grab onto this because nothing else might not come up." But that's not how it works. If you're, st- if you stand firm in what you want, your desires, your dreams, your hopes, how you want your life to be, the universe will answer you. You just have to meet it halfway. But if you get keep on getting distracted with all this other stuff that you know are around you, then it's not going to work out. And so that's what I think that next year is going to bring a lot of clarity for people, a lot of honesty, a lot of saying to themselves, you know what, I really don't want to be in this relationship. It's OK for me to not have children. It's OK for me to maybe I do want to be in a polyamorous relationship because I'm cool with that because I want this. Or You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of honesty that's going to happen, that people are just going to have to be real about them with themselves, because if they're not, they're just going to keep on getting being miserable and being depressed.
1: Mm -hmm. And you get stuck in that loop. And what's interesting, too, is uh, in Kundalini Yoga through tantric numerology, next year being a four years, the neutral mind. I've talked about this on a couple episodes already. And so that's the opportunity for us to see both sides of the coin, to recognize it's a coin. Exactly. And that's going to be eye opening for a lot of people. That's going to be a
0: that's going to be a true awakening.
1: Well, I think that's why the past few years have been so challenging is because we're clearing out that debris, so that we can really go to the core of the truth, right? And the your the only truth
0: that matters is the truth that you want for yourself. And when people realize mm. that, the world is yours. the The world literally is yours. You have the power. To create my, I mean, when I say that my purpose is to help people figure out why they're here, it is really something that I am passionate about. Because once you figure that out, nothing else matters. Nothing can get in your way. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can sway you. The floodgates it just, just opens. opens. It just opens for you and you get so clear. And then things and things in your life start working out. People are like, oh, you know, I'm having so much drama. I'm having, what are you not being honest about? What are you not
1: Doing to get these things in order. Drama only- That's part of also doing the deep work because you can see the conditioning and you can see the, the root of the trigger of the trauma. When you go back and you can go to that conditioning and you can go back to maybe something happened to you when you were 12 years old that you've completely- Ignored, and then you see how maybe that's how it it stopped you from, you know, it's it's made you like have uh, intimacy issues or commitment issues or things like that. And those stories, that's still it's in our DNA that trauma is stuck. Right, exactly. It's still there, just hanging out. (laughs) And it could also be, I mean, for me, the biggest part of what really initiated my spiritual healing. Um was I knew i I wanted to do the deep work to clear out generationally the things that were conditioned and to set precedent for my children that aren't here yet, right So that they don't have to go back into that loop of that trauma. And so I think, you know it's I love seeing that there's so many more women of color really stepping up and rising up. Because of so much of the trauma and the conditioning that comes back generationally, ancestrally, Mm
0: -hmm. you know what I
1: mean? And these conversations about reparations and these conversations about, you know, seeing especially black women really step into their power. Like there's no accident why the elections of our presidency, they're always like, it really, you know, you know which one you need to look out for is the, the votes of the black women. Cause like we those know are the ones up. that really define. We do our homework because it, I
0: don't, I don't think people understand and hopefully, you know, more allies will get with the program, even I, you know, I love what Chelsea Handler is doing. She finally had this awakening that she's, you know, it's true. We have no other choice, but to research. We have no other choice, but to read between the lines, to look at the details. Cause it's literally life or death for us. We don't have the privilege that everyone else has because unfortunately we do have that mentality. We have to work hard. We have to do things twice better, all of that stuff, which I have, you know, reasons where that's going to change but we are do we do the research so we know what we're talking about we have no other choice to because if we make a wrong decision with elections with politics with things it's bad for us it's going to come down on us so, you know, that is, that's the reality of it. And no one wants to talk about that. Everyone wants to live in their bubble and stuff like that. But, you know, when you look at the numbers, look who voted for who, like, let's be, let's be 100 about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you know, Sally might be your friend, but who she vote for, you know, for her best interest. So, and we're going to vote for our best interests because we, but our best interest is literally for the interests of everybody, in a way, because we have we have to we have to vote like that, we have to do things like that. So
1: we should all be voting for not just our interests, but for the interests of the collective. But, well,
0: nobody does that. But that sorry, things are changing. That's
1: why I'm educating. Things are changing. This is why I'm stepping into that space to educate. Things are
0: changing. Things are changing things are changing. You
1: know, I just, how, like, how can I call myself a conscious leader if I'm not consciously choosing to educate right, and to share the conversations and to share the dialect and what's going on? Otherwise that's on me because I know, I know better. And you that know? is the and whole I'm... point.
0: And there's a lot of people who do know better, who choose to still ignore.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's that's again, because it may ruin their brand or it's not in alignment with their
0: brand. That's a fact. There's a lot of people who know better, but they just choose to ignore it.
1: Mm -hmm. And then they wonder why we keep going into these loops over and over again, over
0: and over again, over and over and over again. It's exhausting.
1: I mean, my prayer, my prayer is to I mean, my prayer Uh, My prayer is to see Bernie Sanders and to see Nina Turner as his VP because she is a fire pistol, strong black woman who is like intelligent. She knows what she's talking about and she fires people up. That's like my biggest dream. And I mean, for me, I'm I'm seeing what's going on and stepping into my power, you know, and understanding my history of. Having to navigate through my like childhood of a lot of trauma in terms of criminal injustice and all these other things and looking at the breadcrumbs of our past mm-hmm. to see how that's also part of how we're here to really show up. And rather than being victimized of what's happened to us, use that fuel to really ch- make change use that as as the drive to Mm -hmm. see a better tomorrow today yeah it's important and the next election is going to really
0: we have to get out there and vote everyone and you have to vote for what's right and Mm -hmm. hopefully that's all we can do that's all we can do is pray
1: well that's like like i said i mean that's for me That's that's how I'm answering the call. That's my invitation. You want to talk about projectors waiting for the invitation. Like I see the invitation that no one else is really talking about. And obviously it's something I'm fired up about. So I would be doing a disservice to my purpose. You would be. If I'm not if I'm not having the conversation, if I'm not getting real, if I'm not talking about the topics that no one else really wants to talk about. Exactly. And you're doing
0: it. So that's good. And you're going to. And it's not even about the byproduct, the money and all. You're going to feel good about yourself and you're going to I know, know I've
1: done my best.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know that you are living out your purpose. And that is mm-hmm. the big picture is that are you living out your purpose? Can you wake up in the morning and say, I'm doing what I need to do? for this lifetime because the only thing that's going to happen, you're going to repeat this shit the next lifetime. Who wants, to, mm-hmm. who wants to deal with that? I already told people, listen, I got to do what I got to do in this lifetime because next lifetime, I'm going to be a trophy wife and that is it. I don't want to do anything else but be I be, a, I be Or I'm down to be a dog too because they live the life. Yeah, I want to be a trophy <laughs> wife and just that's it. I don't want to do anything. I just want to look good and be taken care of. So I'm willing to do the work in this lifetime because next lifetime, I'm just relaxing. I'm I'm here to just relax, and that's it.
1: And you can also relax in yes, this lifetime. I plan too. on doing that too. But I still have work to do. <laughs> I still have work to do. Don't limit yourself on still that. Still have work okay, to my do. Love? But next <laughs> lifetime, it is smooth sailing. Yes, I mean, I I mean, to me, it's like we can even experience that now. I feel like we're, we're doing the work to experience that heaven on earth and later on. And yeah. And I just feel like right now, this is the big time for us to really answer the call. Yeah.
0: Especially for 2020 is going to be, a. I think it's going to be a really game changing year for a lot of people who are ready to step into their personal power. People have been doing the work for a long time. Yeah, And we'll hope, you know, and the ones who aren't just do it and get ready Mm -hmm hmm Again, to prepare that nervous system to receive. Yeah. So you can be ready to receive all of the good things and the great things that you want. So you don't block them subconsciously because that happens every day. <laughs> every mm-hmm.
1: day. Well, I'm also excited to see more of, you know, I, like I said, more of the wisdom and the knowledge of the human design so we can use that as the... The the sacred vessel to understand like the decisions and, and stuff. That's what I'm, I'm really excited to see be. more of it's that. It's still not astrology,
0: but it's still, it's making its way. But like I said, human design is about decision-making. It's about having, you know, your chart is filled with these little secret superpowers that can bring you to the evolution of yourself. It can really, I, I love human design so much because It is a tool that helps you really become who you are and who you want to be. It says, here are your tools. This is what you have. Now use them in the best way possible. And that's why I fell in love with the system and why I use it so much is because it really helps you do that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just feel like this is the decade where it's really going to have a massive... good. Understanding people, <laughs> yeah. So, I want to wrap up with some lightning round questions. Okay. I can talk to you all day. This is super fun. Okay, what does sovereignty mean to you? It means wholeness within yourself. Hmm. What was the one book that radically changed your life? Worthy by Nancy Levine. Hmm so good i love that book what would you say to younger ac jesus. what age jesus there's so much <laughs> i think i age because there's so many
0: versions and i would tell so many things um i'll pick 20 um i would say to her do not let external circumstances determine who you are
1: hmm Who's someone out there right now that's really inspiring you? Um,
0: who's really inspiring me? There's so many people. Um, gosh, there's so many people. That's a hard one. Um, gosh, that's a hard one. Um, mm-hmm. Who's inspiring me right now? Oh man. Okay, I'll I'll narrow it down. I'll narrow it down. Hold on. Gosh, who was inspiring me? Oh, there's there's so many people. Okay, I'll pick one. I will say. I will say Ava DuVernay. I'll say her. Um, and and why? Because she started late, per se. And following her dreams, she didn't pick up a start directing until she was 33. Um, And she is using her creative passions to make change in the world with the movies that she's directing. Oh, and and, and Tyler Perry. Yeah, those are two. Okay, so.
1: Yeah, his studio. Phenomenal. So I
0: would say both of them. But yeah.
1: Amazing.
0: And. Where can we find more of you? You can find me on Instagram at AC Brown. Um, and that's A-Y-C-E-E-B-R-O-W-N. And on my website, acbrown.com. But mostly on Instagram, that's my jam. I love Instagram. I'm there every day. And on Sundays for, I do something called the Sunday session at
1: 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amazing. And if there's one last message that you really want to share based off of this conversation or what's coming up for you, what would you share with everyone who's tuning in? I would say do not allow
0: other people's limitations to get in the way of your desires.
1: Mm, Thank you. super excited to see more of how You show up and more of the medicine that you're here to offer and to see more people, again, really dive into human design and to see through this technology, how we can really implement great change. Yes. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having this conversation and going there with me. I love obviously doing the deep talk that no one else (laughs) wants to talk about. So I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Go check her out. You can check the show notes below. Get a a session with her. Learn more about it. She's got lots of great resources. And follow her on Instagram. Because like I said, every day she's got her aura affirmations. And that's like, that's what I check in the morning. That's where I'm like, all right, projector, let's do this. Let's slay the day away. So thank you again for sharing your medicine. And thank you everyone for tuning in. And we'll be seeing more of you soon. Take care. Satnam. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society Podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society Podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcasts. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because I've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam.